As a PGA professional, I often find myself in situations where I feel run down, fatigued, and dehydrated. Whether it's a long day at work giving lessons or playing in an event myself, I know DF18 by DriveForce can help me get through. DF18 is a pre-round supplement that's added to water. Drink it on your way to the golf course or midday at work to get through that afternoon slump. Everything else is just for hydration, but DF18 helps with focus and stamina and boosts your overall health. Whether you're a golf professional, PGA or LPGA tour player, or an amateur golfer, DF18 can help you feel better and play better. Go to driveforce.golf and use my code BIRDIE15 to get 15% off your order. Hey everyone, welcome back to Birdie Bitch Podcast. My name is Maddie Belden and I'm your host. Today I spoke with Abby Parsons. She is a PGA member, an assistant golf professional currently at Whistling Straits, and we actually played college golf together. Uh, we spoke about her path to becoming a PGA professional and playing college golf and just a little girl talk catching up together. So without further ado, I'll let you into the interview. I'm here with Abby Parsons. She's a PGA member. Um, you're currently at Whistling Straits, right? And yes, yes, I am. Came back from Coral Creek Club, right? Yes, it is a mouthful. Thank you. Yeah. For <laughs> um, so we actually met, I think it was sophomore year of college. We played in yeah. the Patriot League Championship together. We both played Division One golf in the Patriot League. She played for Boston University. You guys were a hell of a lot better than us. Um, hey, even we though both, we both still cried in that event. I was just gonna say, even though we both cried, <laughs> <laughs> I wish somebody would have recorded that. <laughs> I was like, so backstory on how we like got reconnected. We both were in um, a level one PJ seminar together, and I was yeah. looking at you, and I was like. I know her somehow yeah. <laughs> and I don't know who messaged to first and we're like do we know each other and we we'll have to look out. back on those messages and see I know that's... I think oh, they're all on Instagram but um yeah so we met back sophomore year mm-hmm. cried together um, cried together <laughs> had a really mean rules official <laughs> oh my god never forget him. He had like an eye patch, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. I yeah. I remember that. Oh my god. It was the worst tournament of my life. <laughs> I don't even remember why I cried. I think you got a bad ruling or something. Uh yeah. I think okay. So the ruling. Fun fact about golf. If you didn't know this rule, because I was a Division One college golfer and did not know this rule. Um, we were on ten green of of Navy, I believe. If I I'll set the scene for you. It was a disgusting day. And I remember the golf course was like, they chemically burnt everything. So there was no grass. So that was fun. It was lift clean in place everywhere. And that's when you know. (laughs) And it was lift clean in place, a club length. And that's when you really know. Um, But yeah, so I... I was marking my ball on the green and I was on one side of the green and this, and I don't know if it was you or the other girl we were playing with was on the other side of the green and she was starting putting towards the hole. I was nowhere near her line of, of flights or like roll or anything. Like she would really have to be blind to hit it to where I was. Um, so I went to mark my ball on the green and the rules official, you know, after the hole was over, he's like, I have to call a two stroke penalty on you. And I was like, why? And he said, you marked your ball while the ball was rolling. And I was like, she would have to hit it backwards to hit where I was. I was like, I argued with him. I was like, I like, I, I was like, really, dude, really, dude. And I started crying. And I was like, you know what? If this is a rule, then I'll do it. I'll call myself on it. Two holes later, he comes up to me. He was like, you know what? I felt bad. You, you, you don't have to call that rule on yourself. I'm like, dude, this is not. That's not <laughs> how it works. This is not how it works. You can't be like, oh, I take these backsies. <laughs> And then you're already all flustered. So like, what's, it doesn't make a difference. In tears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rules official. If you're listening to this, I hope you're having a good day. <laughs> oh, oh God. my God. All right. Memories. So you went to BU. Do you want to talk about how you got recruited and like how you decided to play? Obviously you probably played in high school, right? Yeah. So I grew up in Pinehurst, North Carolina. And obviously that's like the golf 
central of the nation. Um, so I grew up there and I grew up at what's now Pinehurst number nine. It was National Golf Club. Um, my dad was the director of golf there and the BU head coach, he was a member there. And so he quite literally saw me pick up a club pretty much um, for the first time. And then he watched my entire career like kind of grow. And then once I was a sophomore in high school, um, I went on a visit there to BU. And then um, a year and a half later, I got offered a full ride and I had other offers, but I really wanted to go to the best academic school. I knew I was not going to play professionally. So, and coming from Pinehurst, North Carolina, Boston sounded like a whole other country to me. So I <laughs> went to Boston and it was the uh, best decision ever. I loved BU, really good academics, really hard, but it was, it was good. I loved it, but yeah, that's where I went. Yeah. Did you, I know you guys won a Patriot League championship. Was it your, our junior year, right? Yeah, it was our At junior Richmond. year. Mm -hmm, at Richmond so Richmond was like our, our rival in the conference and um we had some tension between us and them sometimes just about different things and so to beat them on their home course was just yeah that was Jeff's cool. kiss we like that, that year um you guys won the championship and we literally did not have enough people to <laughs> the score I literally remember my coach telling us at dinner the first night like yeah holy cross doesn't really <laughs> I'm so sorry for laughing. No, it's hilarious. But we felt so bad. Like I cannot believe. And like that course, it was it wasn't it was actually one of the better courses we played in the conference, to yeah. be honest. Um, but I just I felt guys, I really did. I really <laughs> like, did. So my roommate Jackie was the same mm -hmm. year as us. She yep. was abroad. She was in Argentina. Then Lauren, like I don't know if she tore it, but she had a problem with her Achilles, so she couldn't like walk. She was in a boot. And then yeah. Marianne was supposed to fly down, but she had to go to her grandmother's funeral. And then there ended up oh. being a tornado and her flight got canceled to Richmond. So we literally had like we were supposed to have six people and we had three people. And I remember like sitting in the hotel room. Were you playing in the one spot? I was playing in the one spot with <laughs> with Reg and John, and she's shooting like 67. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like I I can't and then um I remember sitting in the hotel room with um, like Emily and Lauren like three of us or whatever when Kit was the other one and we were literally going through the rule book of like Patriot League golf to be like are we do we have to play like can oh, we just fly <laughs> like we were ready to bring it to our coach and be like coach can we just go home we were on two different ends of the spectrum yeah. that tournament, I think. Oh my god. I was literally two strokes back from the lead with two holes to play, and then you were trying to quit. I was like, I'll never forget. That was the worst golf turn in my life. It was awful. I was so flustered the entire time. I literally, I remember I topped two drives in a row, and I asked Lauren, the girl with like, that was out with the Achilles. I was like, where's coach? And she was like, oh, he's like getting coffee. I was like, get coach. Oh my. <laughs> I was like freaking out. I was like, I can't get my driver in here. Oh, it was terrible. And then oh. you guys were on like the 18th green getting your trophy and stuff. Yep. And we were, my coach was like, who wants ice cream? So we went and got ice cream. <laughs> you guys got ice cream instead of watching us win the Patriot. Like, you know what? <laughs> we appreciate the support. We always support you guys, you know. Oh, it was terrible. The vibes were off. The vibes were oh really bad. Oh my god, you poor guys. Oh my. I remember that tournament was super windy though. So like, so to actually playing that tournament, yeah, not, like fully count. That has to suck. That well, was really I, there was like a tornado. I remember during the practice yeah. round or something. It was crazy windy. Had to get punch shots for everything. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> what a time that was. Oh, two different god. like wavelengths. Yeah. <laughs> I know my experience in college, like, it was very relaxed, but with you guys being at the top of the league, did you guys, like, you guys obviously had, like, workouts and practice. Yeah. Like, what was, like, a typical week for you guys? Because it probably was not, like, <laughs> not like our weeks. It was, it was, it got pretty tough sometimes. Uh, in season, I mean, we would work out, oh, God, two to four times a week, depending on the week and depending on our tournament schedule, because we traveled a lot we flew a lot. So that would like, we would always have a travel day and then a practice round and then three rounds of golf. So we would be sometimes gone five days a week just for a golf tournament. Um, but yeah, we did have mandatory workouts. 
Um, we did have practice, like mandatory practice hours. You would have to reach whether it's in the simulator or like at a golf course somewhere. Um, we'd have team practices in season, but uh, yeah, off season, we, you'd have to practice in the simulator a specific amount of hours a week, still go to workouts like four days a week. Um, we had mandatory study hall your freshman year. Like it was a whole thing. It was, um, I think we're still a little bit more chill than most. Yeah better schools like BU is pretty I think BU is ranked pretty decently now um they won the Patriot League last weekend so that was uh, really exciting for them um but yeah I don't know what our ranking is or anything we're not like a Big Ten school or like a like a Stanford or anything but uh, yeah. we, we had a pretty good regimen sometimes we would be a little push and burnt out but we would always try like through. that's how it is with any college sport yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, our uh, our freshman year, we went to San Francisco for our spring break, and we tried to calculate how many holes of golf we played over spring break, and it was like an absurd amount. Like I think we played five different courses and then a golf tournament that week. Oh my god! Yeah, it was <laughs> like, is this legal? <laughs> it, it, if NCAA is listening to this, and that wasn't legal, <laughs> we, we totally. <laughs> Totally legal, totally legal. Well, you know what's crazy about like NCAA rules? Because there's like certain hours that you can't, like there's a threshold you can't cross. Yeah. And a golf tournament, I remember being so mad about this. A golf tournament only counts for three hours, even if it's six. Did you know that? Oh my God. That makes yeah. what? Um, There's one tournament we'd play every year that the it was 36 holes the first day and, and both rounds were six hours. Yeah. And that, oh. that would only count for six total, I think, because it's oh. three hours per tournament, or tournament round, I guess. That's crazy. And I think men are slower. I've heard men college golfers are even slower. Yeah. They're, because they're, they're all, like, tour bound, so they yeah. read every putt, like, it's for the green jacket. Yeah. <laughs> there was definitely some girls that did that, too, that I was like, this oh, yeah. Pointless. <laughs> like, let's pick it up. There was a couple tournaments. <laughs> Like, I don't care. Um, I remember there was a tournament. We had to play 36 the first day, 18 the next day, and we didn't finish oh. the first day. So we had to come back and play three holes in the morning and then the 18. Like, That's the worst. I, 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 our, our attitudes <laughs> towards golf were so different than most of our It's <laughs> like... Like, I was like, oh, what's your major? Where are you from? And yeah. Like, this girl, shut up. <laughs> I didn't talk oh, to anybody like, either. I was like, can we just play faster? Yeah, you were like, can we just get this? <laughs> I want to go get a chicken farm afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Both of our dads are PGA golf professionals, and we're like, let's just get this over. Yeah. Well, I don't know how your dad was, but growing up, like, I played in high school and, like, junior events and stuff but my dad never like pushed me was your dad pretty chill about it or... my dad was chill I think with our dads being golf pros they know how hard golf is and if yeah. a parent is even harder on you that just adds a multitude of problems like I've seen so many crazy golf parents and I think my dad did not want to be that um he was really supportive he was like one of those where um some mornings he was like hey I'm going into work 6 a.m. tomorrow. If you, you know, want to come and hit balls at that time. <laughs> like, it was like one of those things. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. But I mean, I did. I, I will uh, fully say that I did work hard to uh, get to where I was in college. But yeah, he didn't really push me crazy. He'd always have yeah. watched me hit balls, but he was never like, again. <laughs> <laughs> again. <laughs> no, that's good. My dad was never like that either. Um, yeah. And I just kind of like grew up going to the golf course. Same. Like I never, he never was like, oh, you have to be here this amount of hours, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And like you said, I see that all the time. Like I hate when parents watch lessons that I'm giving to their children. Like you can oh, watch from God, afar, but yeah. you got to like give us space because yeah. I oh know, I don't know if you took lessons from your dad growing up. Did you, or did you have a different swing coach? No, I, my dad, I, there was, twice I took lessons from somebody else in Pioneers when my dad and I would look at my swing and not know what the heck is going on yeah <laughs> but yeah, yeah just my dad gotcha yeah I didn't take lessons from my dad until like I think I was in college when I started actually oh my like, God. yeah he would I growing up I would take lessons from his assistants oh and I saw a couple of other swing coaches in high school um 
but yeah, I was like, I don't want to listen to my dad. That's why I'm like, so <laughs> now I understand I'm like mature yeah. enough to be like, oh yeah, he actually knows what he's talking about. But yeah. When you're like a 16 year old, you're like, eh, like get away from yeah. me, leave me alone. That's why I just wish parents would just drop their kids off and let them like let yeah. us handle it. Cause they're like, dad, yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> Especially that was if, me. You're paying, if you're paying somebody to give your child a lesson, don't try to teach during the lesson. Like, don't be yeah. that parent. That's like, well, actually, yeah. you're like, well, actually, no, I've, I've seen yeah. that so many times. Or just like even junior camps when the kids like 10, 11. So they're able to, you know, if they're four or five during a junior camp, I get why a parent stays around. But if you're like 10 or 11 and that parent is still like, keep your head down. And you're yeah. like, oh my God. I think that's not helping anything. No. And the kid's not going to want to play golf for very much longer if you keep acting like this. Yeah, that's the tough part. Golf is so, oh my gosh, you have to really be hands-off for a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so you've been in the business the same exact amount of time that I have, I think, right? Did you start Heck right yeah. after graduation? Yeah, I started as an intern at Whistling uh, summer of 2020. Gotcha. Um yeah, and then Coral Creek Club was that first winter out of school as well. So yeah, right. I jumped right into it. Yeah. So first question, what did you major in in college? Broadcast journalism. So you really, could start your own podcast. Yeah, you know, I do have a podcast name in mind, but I have no motivation right now to do a podcast. Um, I think they're so cool and I'm so happy that you're doing it because it's we need more podcasts like this, but um, I'm currently writing for the PGA every week. And then also on top of that, they're flying me out to Texas next week for me to film instructional videos for them. And I'm like, I don't really want to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a lot. Um, yeah. we'll get to the, the PGA stuff in a second, but I want to ask okay, spoiler. <laughs> you already like killed one of my questions. No, but, Shoot. um, <laughs> how did you decide to become a golf pro? Because I know for me, I was like, it was kind of an accident because I, I, <laughs> I majored in political science, so like nothing to do. Oh my god, you really are out of your. <laughs> At least your major had something to do with sports, right? But yeah, did yeah. you know that you wanted to be a golf pro? Um, I it was always in the back of my mind that that was an option. Um, I majored in broadcast journalism because I wanted to work for the Golf Channel, and I did intern there, and it was awesome. Like it was so fun, and um, they did offer me a job, and I straight up I, I said no, uh, because I first of all it's a lot of stuff behind the desk or like in a cubicle yeah. I mean I did get to travel for shoots and stuff but most of it is computer work and desk work and I'm like I don't think I'm built for this um I enjoyed it but either. it wasn't yeah it wasn't what I was looking for and I taught junior clinics when I was like 12 so I have been in the industry kind of for a little bit longer and I knew it's it's tough being not happy with what you're doing when your office is a golf course especially the golf courses that we are at like they're they're pretty tough to beat so yeah, I, uh, once, once I finished with Golf Channel, I pretty much knew, I'm like, yeah, I want to be a golf pro. It took, it took kind of like a little eye-opening to see maybe a desk job isn't for me. Yeah, I kind of did the same thing. I worked a desk job, I think it was the summer before my junior year, and I didn't decide that I wanted to be a golf pro. I was just like, this whole nine-to-five thing at a desk, oh. like, not for me at all. I do miss weekends off. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like, don't even get me started on the hours as a golf pro, man. I know. It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, I can't complain. I have Sunday off today, but that's this is my last Sunday off until probably, like, November. Yeah. <laughs> April 24th. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, last year I didn't pick any time off because the Ryder Cup. And so this year, if you go through the days off requested calendar at Whistling every month, there's me at least one week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry everybody but I need my time yeah no I feel like um the first podcast I did with my dad we talked about like how the industry is changing and stuff and like I remember growing up at Worcester where my dad worked and seeing all yeah. of his assistants like they all got one day off like yep. Eric like mm -hmm. whatever his day off was Monday <laughs> and you just got Monday off every week and then you work six days a week every single week and that I know was... it's seasonal yeah. but still like it's I don't know. I think it's going away from that for the most part. Like, yeah, for the many, most part. Do you work five or six days at Whistling? 
at Coral Creek Club, it was six days a week and my one day off was Tuesdays. So I was still in that realm of one day off and it was a freaking Tuesday. Like what yeah. do you do on a Tuesday? Yeah. My poor boyfriend who has weekends off and then I have a Tuesday. It's just, it's just the whole thing. Yeah. Like how are you supposed to go to the dinner? Like, yeah. like sorry, I have to be up at five o'clock tomorrow. Like exactly. To dinner at 4.30 with like the early bird special. It was the early bird special. Oh my God. Yeah. No, that's, that's how it was down there. And uh, it was a good job, but man, those hours, especially as I hate to say it as a 24 year old, you're kind of like, I do need a little bit of a life. Yeah. Um, and then up here, I have two days off a week, which is great. I get to make the schedule now with my promotion. So I, I don't give myself weekends off though. Cause I don't want to be yeah, that guy, yeah. but, um, I, you know, every other week I try to give myself like a weekend day off just like throwing it in there. But, um, yeah, it's a little bit, I mean, I have a lot of work to do up here, obviously, but it's uh, two days off a week is really nice. nice. Yeah, I feel like the fact that two days off a week is like a win. Is it is such a win. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, but hopefully it starts to change a little bit. I think it is. I hope um, so. So you said after your internship at the Golf Channel, you decided to be a golfer. What year was that? Yeah. Like in college? Um, I was going into my senior year. Okay. And I think so I like started, yeah, I <clears throat> started reaching out to clubs before winter break of senior year. And um, I got some really good offers. And then, uh, but I really wanted whistling. I remember yeah. I wanted whistling really bad. And they said, the best we can do is an internship your first year, because that's what all pros have to go through. And I was like, okay, yeah. Like I literally turned down assistant pro jobs to be an intern at whistling. Um it was also COVID year though. And as a destination yeah. course, that was a little bit weird, but then it started picking up again. But yeah, it was started working there right after I graduated. And then I got promoted to assistant the next year. Then now I got promoted to second assistant this year. So, And you're like the, you're the first female second assistant, right? That I'm aware of. That's what everybody has said. Uh, I've only heard of like one or two other female pros in color history anyway. Yeah. Um, which obviously every course kind of needs to improve on that but um yeah I guess I am I don't yeah. even know so they probably never had a female head pro either no I would have no. to assume <laughs> yeah no I don't think so I don't think so we are somebody did say a fact though the other day that there's like 30,000 assistant pros in the country and like 1100 are female I don't yeah. know if that's true I but think, that uh, is crazy yeah because I think that includes PJ members and associates yeah because I know there's like 28 or 29,000 PJ members like mm, class A's and only five percent of them are female which is like 1100 something like that oh my God. yeah in my yes. section in the New England section I think there's like 46 or 47 females total there's like and five we, of them <laughs> yeah but we have Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts. That's but, crazy. Yeah. That's so, yeah, because we just have the Wisconsin section, and there's like five of us. Each. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. No. How do you no. think? Um, this is another thing I was talking to my dad about, but I'd love like a female's perspective on it. How do you think we can get more females in the business? Because in my mind, it's like like the whole scheduling thing and like in the long-term picture of life, if you want to yeah. like have kids and stuff and yeah, I don't know. We both grew up with dads that were head pros and they worked ridiculous hours. Right. So yeah. And now we're doing it to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Even though my dad told me not to, but or, like, you say, <laughs> um, I thought about that. I wish there was an easy answer. I think it is tough. Um, and also on top of that, like, openly about it there's harassment in there too whether yeah, it's yeah. from like guests or whoever um being a female in the golf industry is still it 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 isn't new but it still feels new to most people like because we are rare, rare to see yeah. but um I think it first of all if you play college golf or even high school golf knowing that that job opportunity is there I feel like there's so many um female college golfers that automatically think they have to go into business because you know, they go on business trips and play golf or whatever. And I'm like, uh, you can also go into the golf business yeah. where you are considered a unicorn. <laughs> um, Literally. I just think a lot of females don't know that this type of career 
could exist for them. Because yes, it is hard and we do have those hours or whatever, yada, yada. But at the same time, the opportunities that you and I have are like so different from what men have to go through in this industry because um, there's 30,000 of them and 1,000 of us. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so many courses now since golf is becoming cool for men and women are looking for females. Um, it's, it's awesome. Like we can, we can work at such great clubs so early in our careers. Like we are working at some pretty banging clubs and yeah. we're so young. Um, but yeah, I think if we can make it more aware to females, especially golfers, that this career could exist for them. Cause I wouldn't even know how rare I was until I got into the industry. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like I kind of just fell into it because I yeah. senior had like a freak out because I was like I don't know what I'm gonna yeah. do with my life and my dad was like why don't you just look at PGA job board and I applied and here I am but <laughs> but like if I didn't have my dad who's yeah, a PGA exactly. member be like just check out PGA job board like I probably would have just gotten some sales job like a yeah. nine to five nothing well, if you do that that's fine but like it's not for yeah, me for you, right? too, yeah. 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 <laughs> I could never um yeah but I think if we both didn't have our dads in the business, we probably yeah. wouldn't be doing this. Um, Absolutely. Not, yeah. And not, I hate to like, not saying that we're only here because of our dads, right? Like, yeah. it's definitely yeah. an advantage, but like, we also work our asses off to like, oh my God, yeah, be where we are. So yeah, I don't want sure. it to be like, oh, daddy's like getting me whatever I want. Yeah, no, I, that's not it. Yeah, I'm with you. I didn't even look at PGA Job Board. What I did, because um, I think so highly of myself, is that I just emailed, I Googled top-ranked courses in the country, and I emailed all of them. Um, so that's how I got to whistling. And same thing when I was looking for a Florida job, I Googled best courses in Florida, and then, yeah. I, didn't even, I love the comments. Didn't even know if they, yeah, didn't even know. I was so naive. Didn't even know if they had a spot available. I would just email be like, hey, look at Murda. Well, honestly, like, it worked. <laughs> it, it worked, yeah. But like, also, if there's anyone out there that's a female that's thinking of doing it, it's probably the right way to go because oh, absolutely. There's a lot of um, clubs that want to hire female pros, and because of like, you can't discriminate, so they can't yeah. put in their job listing females only, right? Yeah. So you mm-hmm. email them and you're like, I am a female golf pro or want to be a female golf pro. Yeah. It might just be easier for them because they like can't advertise that, right? That's I've gotten. I've gotten so many messages from head pros and like directors of golf that I know they're like, do you have any female friends looking for a job? I'm like, I literally have Abby (laughs) and she's at whistling straight. So she's not coming. Yeah. That's literally what I say. First of all, take a shot. Every time you get a message on LinkedIn, do you have any friends? Yeah. Yeah. I, the amount of messages I get on LinkedIn is insane. Um, but yeah, that, and then also I say the same thing. I'm like, Oh, my friend's pretty set. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think we're good. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> I got nothing oh, else God. for you. Um, yeah. So when you were emailing all these clubs, you were obviously still at BU, but when yeah. did you start looking into PGA education? Like, was it a requirement of whistling or, cause I know we started, I think it was December, 2020. We did our, first. yeah, we did. We started, yeah, December, 2020. So mm-hmm. was it just kind of like a was it pushed on you by whistling or was it? No, there's, there's a lot of pros at whistling that aren't PGA. Um, I mean, they're working on it. Uh, they've been in the program a decent amount of time, but they're, I mean, they're in the, they're associates or they're, but there's some that still aren't even associates. So it wasn't pushed by whistling by any means. It is definitely encouraged for sure, which is great. Um, and then, so I started the PGA program once I got down to Florida um, because my head pro there is a master professional and he really encouraged it. And, and he was right. It does a lot of things for your career. And in my Florida course, uh, covered me financially for the PGA education, which is awesome. Yeah, that's um, so that's why I started it once I got down there and, and having a master professional as your head pro and like helping you along the way is huge. So, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and you didn't have to take the PAT, right? Cause there's a, I don't know. Do you got that like exemption scores. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I, I, all you had to do is find a uh, college tournament you played in and provide the slope and rating and a proof of all of your scores from that event. And you were good. Did you do that too? Did you do no, that? I remember you asked me that and I was like, no, because one, you did the PAT. Yeah. 
girl, what? That's a waste of hundred dollars. <laughs> well, first of all, I didn't realize the exemption was a thing. And then yeah. second of all, I literally couldn't tell you if any of my scores from college would have counted. Like I was oh. terrible. I was terrible. <laughs> What'd you have to shoot in the PAT? I think I shot 77, 78 and I passed by two or something. I don't know oh what God. the math is on that. What teeth did they make you play? This is what I'm curious about. Oh, they, we played up. I'll literally never forget how short the golf course was because it was me and one other girl in the first group. It was the two seven. We flew. We played the first round yeah. for like two and a half hours. And, yeah. One of the guys that I worked with at the time, he was in the second to last group. And I mm-hmm. was literally finished with my two rounds while he was still on the front nine of the second round oh my and God. he was like what like how far was this hole for you and I was like it was literally like 200 yards and it was like 350 yeah. for them so yeah, they, we were yeah. Up and we flew around the golf course so it was like it was quite the advantage but the PGA does do that my section events they put me in the forward tees as well or like pretty close to the forward tees and yeah everybody wants me as their PGA scramble partner because of it so <laughs> I played with my dad in an event that had part of it was scramble, and my dad was like, "Why am I even teeing off? Like, there's no point." <laughs> because I was so far ahead of everybody else, and I can't it, believe you did the PAT though. <laughs> yeah, it, you would have like, been. Exa- I think you would have been exempt. I don't know, probably. but it was a. Uh, it was like a really hot July day. I remember, I had. It was. It was tough. And then, note to anyone: if you're taking the PAT ever, because I was on like. We were on the 36th hole and it was, I think it was a par four. And the girl literally said to me, she was like, you can make a double here and still pass. And I was like, no, don't. I would be kind of pissed. I would be kind of pissed if somebody put that in my head. I'd be like, Frank, here comes a triple. I made a par, but I was like, if I made a triple, I would have been so mad at that girl. Oh I was like, did oh. she pass? How's that girl doing? Did she pass? She's class A now. Oh, I, don't, she, I don't think she passed that day, but everybody's always like, "Oh, was she already in the program when she's?" Because everybody's always so surprised with how fast I did it, and I'm like, yeah. "People do it faster than me." No, same. Because I think we both did it in like 16 or 17 months, right? That was less. That was like 13, wasn't it? Was it really? Yeah, because we started in oh, December. December. About it. I was thinking about it from. Oh, the qualifying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Probably people so. are like shocked. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can do it. <laughs> Go us. Go us. <laughs> We're just so good. <laughs> this is Let's just bring us fun. How great we are. Maddie and Abby, like, confidence boost. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just email the best courses in the nation, and I happen to fall at two of them. So. It works, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. What Jeez. is the, um, the worst or the hardest thing about being a female golf pro and then on the flip side what's the best thing about it in your mind (laughs) oh god the worst part is definitely when people just completely like people who don't know you um at whistling we get guests all the time in a resort so it is what it is and and i don't hold it against them all the time like we are rare to see and when you see me in the golf shop you automatically assume that i am a golf shop worker and so Um, I recently actually had a guest come up to me and he was just, you know, asking me, um, what tees him and his friends should play. And I was telling him cause he was giving me their handicaps. So I was trying to give him whistling's freaking hard. So, um, I was giving him the right tees to play and he was like, well, well do you play? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, well, well, what, what's your best score out of whistling or on the straights course? And I said 72. And he was like, what do you, but you play the lady tees, don't you? And I literally was like, no. <laughs> Like, it's just getting moments like that where they just yeah. automatically assume that one, you have no idea what you're talking about. Two, you don't play golf. Um, and three, that you're not a golf professional. Um, yeah. So, and I straight up told him, I was like, actually, I played the green tees. And he was like, well, you put us at the white tees. Isn't that in front of the green tees? And I said, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, I did. The worst part about those interactions is like having to be professional. <laughs> like, I I just want to be like shut the fuck up like I, I literally know. hate you but you have to be like yes sir um actually I'm an assistant <laughs> golf professional and I know how to play golf I could probably beat you but yeah uh, yeah that's that's yeah. probably the, the hardest part is just people just assuming things yeah like that's literally and, the last episode I did I was like cause I want to make those hats that say I'm not the shop girl can you please merch Brady bitch yeah. merch 
Let's go. I'll I wrap. Because Adidas made one that said, I'm not the cart girl, which I love, but I don't get that very often. I get the the shop girl. Oh, I get the cart girl too. I get the, I, because I, when I'm manager on duty at Whistling, which I have a decent amount, I have to like ranger. Mm -hmm. Um, If, because if our rangers talk to groups and they don't listen, like the manager has to go out there, which is me. And I I, I would go up to groups and get ready to talk to them and be like, where are your beverages? oh my god it's uh, just it is um and sometimes I've, I've gone out to groups to tell them to pick it up and I can be like I, I can be hard on people and um I had one I had a couple groups that pulled this on me they're like well we're just slowing down so we could see you Ugh. and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's probably the other worst thing too it's like I was talking about one of the benefits of being a female is you don't have to wear pants all the time like you wear a skirt I know I don't know if it's that way it it's not that way at whistling but you could at Absolutely. Coral Creek right yeah yeah I could I I mostly wore pants at Coral Creek yeah um but uh I yeah I have to wear pants here uh yeah but I was like at my last club I wore skirt a lot when it was hot mm-hmm. out but then you yeah. get like you get comments. comments but it's like yeah. I don't want to be hot so I yeah. don't I don't know it's just really obnoxious but yeah. it's not all I, bad, so What's I'm your... with you. I, I wore a skirt one day, and then the next day somebody said, "Oh, you're wearing pants. That's very nice of you." Oh. Was it an old <laughs> woman? Yeah. Yeah. They're like offended that you're like look nice in a skirt. I know. I'm like, well, dang. <laughs> Jeez. God. Oh, so, what's the best thing in your mind? Oh God, I think honestly because I am a I. I like proving people wrong, I guess. Um, I, I kind of like sticking it to the man yeah. <laughs> a little bit. And I think one of it is just the amount of opportunities you have as a female, right? Like it is awesome. I will fully say being a female in the golf industry has its um, tough parts as we just mentioned, but uh, the opportunities you have and the doors that are open and what you can do and what you can accomplish is awesome. Like my career path is way steeper upwards at this point than I ever would have or could have imagined. Um, and I think that's the main thing, but also being that person that does prove people wrong, like really, I mean, you have to work your butt off because you do have to, you are expected to not be as good as a male professional in some cases. And so proving them wrong is just, it's like the best feeling ever, but overall probably the opportunities is just, it's the best. And also working at a golf course, there's a lot of positives. It's awesome. It's great. We we complain we a lot, right? But it's just a, it's really not that bad. <laughs> we complain. We I mean, because we have the right to complain, all right? Like yeah. our male counterparts don't have to go through some of the stuff that we do, but it, they also don't get the advantage that we do sometimes. No, yeah. I remember like being at the PGA show and my dad was talking to us and he was like, You guys are yeah. literally unicorns. Like mm-hmm. you can like write your own ticket basically to go wherever you want. You can be Abby Parsons and email. <laughs> top 100 courses in the yeah. country be like hire me Thanks. and then they'll say okay yeah how much do you want yeah let it also take a shot every time you're called a unicorn i've been called you yeah. it's like I there's I, we really should make a drinking game out of it. <laughs> i'll make another hat please do oh my god please do please do oh boy so what's your favorite part what what is it what about you is it like the same thing probably the same thing i mean yeah. I worked, so my internships during college were with the New England section, so I ran golf tournaments, and in the middle, I did it for one summer, and in the middle, I worked for someone at, like, a, an air freight company, this is so random, but I, <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> they were, uh, they were members at the club that my dad used to work at. <laughs> tell someone that they're like what I'm literally in tears over I did like custom stuff like (laughs) customs brokerage (laughs) I literally worked at an airport basically like their office was at Worcester airport did you have like a like a vest like an orange no (laughs) no I wore like normal work clothes and we had like an office okay and it was kind of cool because I got to like learn about customs like imports exports whatever but I sat at a desk all day 
<laughs> and I was like, at the end of the summer, I texted my boss from the New England section, was like, can I please come back next year? <laughs> <Not again. laughs> Air did do it for you. <laughs> and actually, that's another customs, like they don't have a lot of females. So they were like, huh? they wanted another female to work because like yeah. the head of their customs was a female. So kind of same vibes as golf. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, after sitting in that office for three months, I was like, this is oh. not it. So I think yeah. obviously the opportunities and being able to like be on a golf course, like the other day yep. at work, it was super slow. And me and the other assistant just went and like played 10 holes. I'm like, best. <laughs> like what it's other best. job are you going to be able to just leave for like, two hours and just like, go play yeah. go outside and play golf um Bust. yeah so you mentioned earlier you're flying out to texas with the pga right are you yes, going to yes. Frisco? i am i am so excited to see what That's it looks exciting. like now yeah. i know it looks pretty cool um so what are you going to be doing there i saw your article or one of your articles i don't know if you've posted multiple i don't have another i have to i have another draft turn in today for next week's but um i'm flying down there to film instructional videos um it's kind of comparing golf's best shots and and then putting it in our terms because there's two other professionals that are going to be there as well and for helping an amateur amateur how to accomplish that shot so okay. um it's a series of videos and whatnot and i think they'll be released kind of periodically throughout the summer um like on the pga's did, instagram or whatever yeah so on pga social media website and whatnot you'll be able to watch it and um i did a lot of those for the Ryder cup a co-worker and i did some instructional videos for the Ryder cup of how to master match play and so um the director of that uh, reached out to me and, and had me come down to going down to Frisco now so it's me um another female pro and then a guy um and we're just filming like a crap ton of videos for them and doing some ADM model I don't know if you're ADM okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah doing some ADM stuff and um yeah it's gonna be it's a full day of shooting from like sun up to sundown and then I, I fly there spend the night do the shoots Spend the night, fly back, go to work. That's gonna be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. I'm It'll like, be oh, really Lord. cool though. It, yeah, I'm super excited, especially to see what the facilities look like. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's I'm super super honored that I got picked for that too. I think yeah, it's that's awesome. awesome. I'm excited. You know the other two that are going there? Are they just? No, I I don't know them personally. Um, I believe the other female is from Marion. So I think she's okay. the director of instruction. Um, and then I don't know where the guy is from, but they're both PJ members. So um, it'll be really cool. I'm excited to see everything. We're filming on like all different courses and at PJ Frisco. So yeah, I'm super pumped. It'll be cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And then the articles that you're writing, did you reach out to them or did that director reach out to you? To write Same thing. Article? So literally out of nowhere, it was like two, maybe three weeks ago. Um, a guy from the PGA headquarters reached out to me and I didn't recognize the name, but he was, he works with the director dude and, and he reached out to one Zoom call and he told me about Frisco. I was like, yeah, absolutely. And he was like, also, uh, how are you with writing? And I was like, well, I majored in journalism and I minored in English. So I'm actually, <laughs> you know, decent. Um, but uh, he said, well, what do you think about writing for us weekly? And kind of gave me the premise of everything. And I was like, absolutely. So That's yeah, awesome. I'm writing. Okay, I have to ask do you like, get compensated for all this i do okay, get good. yeah i'm like getting that bag or whatever it is <laughs> all about the bread leave no crumbs <laughs> that sounds horrible but like that's like don't, don't fire me <laughs> i'll block them from listening to this song. <laughs> sorry oh, no they're awesome they're awesome i think what they're doing now and, and incorporating pros into writing and and videos i think they're going down the right path i think it's great yeah and i like how there's three and three people going to the video shoot and two of them are females because oh yeah it's awesome, awesome. Mm -hmm. um so what are your like future plans i know you just got promoted at whistling like long term do you want to be a head pro a teaching pro uh <laughs> head pro or a director of golf um I love teaching. Teaching is awesome. I really enjoy it. And I think I'm decent at it, but uh, doing it full time, I don't think I have the brain power for it. 
Yeah. Like I, if I have like three or four lessons in a row, I feel like I need to take a nap because yeah. my brain is so tired. So imagining like myself doing, and everybody's like, oh, you can make your own hours. But me, I, I don't say no to lessons. And so I'm like, well, I would be exhausted. So, and also I do like the business side of things and kind of having like a manager like role and being in charge of people is fun for me. So I kind of want to be head pro director of golf people around. Like, I love, love bossing people around. You know, <laughs> it's great. No, but I, and also my dad was director of golf and head pro. So um we had a good balance and that's kind of what I want to that's good yeah I don't I really don't know people ask me all the time and I'm like hey, yeah I get asked that all the time yes. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd ask because I I knew when we were talking about like during level one we had to pick yeah. a path yeah um, and I was like thinking about going down teaching and coaching and then you were like yeah no yeah, like, I'm doing golf off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. But I just think, I don't know. I don't think I want to be a head pro, but who knows? Like, yeah, it's. I didn't think I wanted to be a golf pro. So, yeah. <laughs> baby steps. Yeah, we'll see. Oh my God. Do you get a lot too when people ask you for your future plans and you do say so in the golf industry? Sometimes I still get. Are you sure? Yeah. And like, you, yeah. they're like, do you really want to do that? They're like, like, well, you're so young. You could like do something exactly. else. I'm like, but <laughs> why I'm did like, I put in all the effort to like get my class A and yeah. like do all this stuff to just go get like, I don't know, like go be, I don't, I don't even know like what I, I would know. do after this. I don't know how I could revert to a normal job. I'm saying that in like quotations, like yeah, after I'm working. Like, I'm like, what does that mean? And I'm like, they're like, oh, you're just so young and cute, though. I'm like, what? Does it make me? Do I need to be ugly? Cute? Like, I feel like, like what, what the heck? I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, what am I gonna go be a model? Like, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I get that a lot too. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to respond weird. to that. Like, it's weird. I think people naturally just like don't understand females in the golf business and so they're like oh yeah what are you doing you need to find yeah. something else to do with your life exactly <laughs> they're like what the heck girl yeah like, I've been told so many people have been like why don't you just go back to the golf channel like you, you do really I'm like what <laughs> am yeah. I not doing a good job for you here I oh think it's just like the idea that women should be like on camera and like yeah like broadcasting the the men playing golf like interviewing the men that play golf I don't know oh yeah mm -hmm. sure drives me nuts her. yep yep all right well that's all I have for you well what the heck I love talking about myself oh, do you have anything <laughs> else you want to ask <laughs> oh wait I have one more question I asked my so dad this too I yes, wonder if you'll give me one or three what's your current favorite item it could be literally anything it'd be a piece of clothing or a training aid something that helps you play better teach better anything golf, golf related, related. so this yeah. is golf related okay oh my god this is hard um you know they I don't have it up here but it was at my course in Florida and it's a posture pod that is it is to work on early extension so if you've ever seen me swim the golf club you will see that I my hips don't lie. And I, uh, <laughs> I do a lot of early extension, which is where your hips move forward instead of, you know, clearing out or whatever. I mean, they do clear out, but they also go, for, it's a whole thing. Um, so the posture pod, you, you sit up, you stand on it and you set up like you're in a swing and you swing. And so if you do have a little bit of early extension, the posture pod pushes you off the, the pod. So you fall forward. Um, and so many people nowadays have early extension. Um, it is one of the main things that I see in lessons that and obviously coming over the top of it is a whole other animal but yeah. um early extension I think is, is a lot more difficult for people to fix I think sometimes so the posture pod this is not an ad <laughs> we are not sponsored I've never even we are not before. sponsored <laughs> at um, posture pod if you want posture me pod. <laughs> I'm actually not sponsored by anybody right now so <laughs> at anybody um, let me know. I am wearing Beats by Dr. Dre right now. You won't be able to see it, but Dr. Dre. I'll post a screenshot. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Please do. Oh my God. Yeah. No, it's, it's which is also huge. Yeah, golf influencers are, are taking off. I know. That's um one of my 
pet peeves is I have people come to me in lessons and be like, oh, I saw this TikTok or Instagram or whatever about like whatever they're trying to fix. And I'm like, yeah, just don't do that. <laughs> like, Pat, don't. It's, no, it's it's so tough. YouTube golf and like Instagram golf, depending on the person uh, and what you're watching and who you're watching, sometimes people just do it to listen to themselves and, and stuff. Yeah. But it's because I also I'm, I have a golf Instagram account myself and I haven't posted anything instructional instructional on there yet because I don't want that to happen because not every piece of instruction is is for the same person so yeah. i'm trying to figure out because i do want to post instruction on there but it's hard to navigate yeah, you have way. to be um it's hard because not it's not one size fits all so you have to be yeah. generic but and the, the other thing too is like teaching you can't really teach through instagram because you're not there to yeah. like physically show them and they're just watching a video and they're probably doing it wrong um, yeah yeah. I'm not saying this to be like discouraging to anyone that tries to get tips off of Instagram, but, and if it's like a PGA yeah. professional, like instructor and they're posting instructional videos, it's probably good. But if it's like some yeah. random person on TikTok. Yeah. And make sure it applies not. to you. Yeah. yeah. I, what I think is great about the stuff I'm about to do in Frisco is that it shows the shot by the LPGA or PGA tour player. And if you want to hit that shot, this is what you do rather than Gotcha. Hey, if yeah. you uh, are flipping your wrists a lot, this is what you need to work on. And say you're like blocking every shot you're not even flipping. Like it's just, yeah. I don't know, it's all thing. Yeah, it's tough. Um, want to share where people can find you on Instagram if you want? <laughs> of course, absolutely. Um, at, thank you. At Posture Pod. Go follow at Posture Pod. <laughs> Please, Posture Pod. It's funny in clinics, I would refer to it as the butt box. So, Posture Pod, I do respect you um but it was way catchier for my clinics to be called butt box um but yeah so I do have a golf Instagram it's abby underscore pars underscore golf um having my last name as Parsons is very beneficial to the brand because <laughs> there's pars in the last name um and then yeah I mean Twitter I don't I pretty much retweet golf stuff at abby underscore pars but the golf Instagram is kind of yeah and then or add me on LinkedIn <laughs> Don't message her creepy things on LinkedIn. Don't message. Do you also get creepy messages? Yes. Like that's not the time and place. Yeah, no like <laughs> maybe Instagram. Yeah. Like this is a business-based profile. Are yeah. You trying to slide into my DMs? Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> oh god. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. This is great. This Hopefully, is great. Can, I'm ready uh, for the merch. Yeah, you'll be the first one to get it. Don't worry. I'm can I be sponsored? It. You could be sponsored first, by Birdie Bitch. My first hashtag ad. Actually. Whenever your podcast comes out, Birdie Bitch will sponsor it. Great. Absolutely. All right. It's a deal. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Abby, and I hope you'll excuse all of our laughing fits because clearly we can't keep it together uh, when we're talking with each other. Um, as always, follow me on Instagram at Maddie Belden Golf or at Birdie Bitch Pod. And you can follow her at Abby underscore pars underscore golf. Uh, let me know if you guys have any requests for topics or people you'd like me to interview. Um, and if you'd be so kind to leave me a five-star review, whether you're on Spotify or Apple, it'd be greatly appreciated. And I'll talk to you guys later.